When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back because it's time for the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. Welcome to the stage, Mr. Ramesh Ranganathan. How are we doing? We good? Yeah. Uh, welcome to uh, Hip Hop Save My Life. Live. Uh, does anyone here listen to the podcast? Yeah. I thought this is going to be fucking shit. I, I saw, I saw um, a tweet from somebody... And I'm wondering if they're here, saying that they had come here thinking they had bought tickets to a stand-up show. Are they in here? Good. Okay. Because they, are go- they, they would have a dreadful time. Um, so, look, thank you so much for coming out tonight. We really appreciate it. We, uh, if I explain what's going on, first of all, um, I'll explain what's going on with the cameras, okay? Uh, well, I mean, I know you understand what cameras are. I, I don't think I need to... Explain that. Basically, what I um, we're doing. I'm doing a show with Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett's not here. Great news, but but um, but we're, I'm doing a show, and for that show, I we are we are looking at the world of DJing, right? And so today, before uh, you arrived, I have learnt. I was about to say I've learnt to DJ. That's not true. I, I've spent two hours trying to DJ with DJ Yoda. And a bit later on, you're going to hear me do a little mix and that. It's going to be, uh, right, now, listen. It's going to be pretty fucking sick. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, No, uh, I don't want to sort of give away how it went. What I can tell you is two hours is not long enough. That, that That is sort of the spoiler I can give you. So we're going to do that a bit later on. Uh, but we're just going to have a little podcast chat. We might do a Q&A. Uh, I'll be honest with you, we did it last time and it went dreadfully. But, but we'll, we'll just see. Has anybody got any questions they'd like to ask at this stage? Yes? Okay, cool. Um, I've made a mistake. But, but okay, um, what, is your, what is your question? Uh, do you have Jamie's number? Do I have Jamie's number? Do you mean, do you mean Jamie Redknapp? Uh, yes, I do have Jamie Redknapp's number. Actually, I prefer your mum's number. You prefer my mum's number? You want to fuck my mum? That's a bit... <laughs> you want some curry recipes? All right. She cooks other stuff, all right? It's a bit... She does a full range, all right? Don't just let her to clamber out of your fucking pigeonhole that you've put her in. She does, a, she does quite a good lasagna, if that's all right with you. You fucking oppressor. Anyway. You've got a question. Couldn't give a shit, mate. Let's move on. 
Yeah, go. Oh, oh, you're carrying on. Okay, sweet, sweet. Go for it. What's the question, bro? Do you think when you started off these podcasts, you'd be doing the live one with all of us here, sitting here, listening to you doing what you do? Uh, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm disappointed that there's this few people. Uh, no, 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 no. The tri- hold, on, hold on, I'm still answering the fucking question, bro. Do you mind if I answer the question over here? Fucking Romesh tribute act sitting in the front of. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you come here. I'm you from the future. Fuck you, mate. All right, all right, okay, all right. Let me address this question. You are absolutely right, man. Because when we started doing the podcast, as you know, we didn't really have a clue. We still don't have a clue what we're doing. That's why in the first year, there were only two episodes, right? Because it's the most poorly organised podcast. And, and actually, it's not, it's, it, we, you know, we did it with no ambition at all. So genuinely, um, the fact that people have started listening to it and that you guys have come out tonight, it means nothing. Uh, no, no, it, 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 it does, it means a lot. So thank you very much. Yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. It's really... Yeah. All right, all right. That was that. That was. It was too much. It was, it was too. I, I went too early for the emotional applause, and that's backfired. Okay, fuckface. What's your question? No, I wanted to say, how does it look? How does it seem like to you to look into your twin? Um, if that's my twin, uh, I've got some serious questions to ask about myself. Uh, do people say that you look like me? Uh, even my therapist. Yeah. Your therapist. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a great therapist, bro. Uh, right, well, I'm sorry about that. How does it affect your life? It's a very mild inconvenience. It's a very mild inconvenience. Mate, it's, it's not an inconvenience being mistaken for a fucking legend. Do you know what I mean? I, I, if anything, you should be thanking me for looking like you. Okay, we need to crack on with this. The questions were an error, but we might, we, we might do more later if we run out of shit to talk about. Um, so, let me break down how the night's going to go. Um, I'm about to bring out uh, Rumaj and Yoda. Uh, uh, and then our guest today is none other than Dirty Dyke, uh, which is going to be sick. So, uh, without further ado, uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, can you welcome to the stage, first of all, we'll do one at a time, I think, because I want you to get a separate round of applause each. So, first of all, can you welcome the legend? I say legend, he's a sort of... He's on the podcast, but he does, he does so little, he's barely worth mentioning. Please, could you welcome Rumash? Hey, Dan. Uh, and can you also welcome to the stage my teacher, mentor, DJ Yoda! Uh, Rumaj, how are you? I'm good, how are you? What have you been up to? Not much. Cool. <laughs> I, I, book, I booked a holiday today. Uh, where are you going? Lisbon. Yeah. Any <laughs> tips? <laughs> yeah. Any you travel? Do I, I travel, you yeah, travel, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any tips? Uh, I haven't been to Lisbon. Uh, oh well. Uh, but who are you going with? With my wife. Uh, are you taking the kid? No, the mother-in-law's taken the kid. So we're away for a week. And all. Oh, smash time. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure on Getting that Getting that post-baby action. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. Dust off the old boy. I'll keep, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> How old is your baby now? Eight months. Eight months. Mm. Keeping her. You're keeping her? Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't put her back in the return slot, mate. Um, <laughs> Uh, have you been away from her since? No, she was this born? will be the first time. This will be the first time. Well, I am at work. But yeah, no, for a stretch. Yeah, no. But overnight, I mean. Will it be bad? Uh, I mean, I'm away from the kids, and I couldn't give less of a shit. <laughs> but but I think for, for my wife, it's difficult. Yeah. Lisa finds it tough. Yeah. Um, are you nervous about missing your kid? No. <laughs> and what I'm not you giving you much here, am I? Uh, well, I mean. It, we're already running out of chat and we're like two minutes in. Um, what, uh, what are you going to do in Lisbon? Uh, I've been given a few tips. Sky okay. Bar. Sky Bar, yeah. Yeah, apparently that's Well, good. that got a real... A recognition. Got a real friss on of recognition there. I think people are pretty excited to hear that pans out. Yeah, what else? Give them what they want, mate. Yeah, what else? I don't know. Anyone got any tips? Anybody got any Lisbon tips? Smash. Smash. What's that? Like the instant potato? Oh, mate. What? <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. He thinks he looks like me. <laughs> so horrible to be told you look like one of the most ugly men you've ever seen in your life. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, both your eyes look in the same direction, though. So I, I, I don't see... I don't see how you could be mistaken for me. Uh, Yoda, how are you, mate? Good, yeah. I mean, apart from teaching you to DJ, that's kind of broken me a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. weren't happy. Well, it's not a two-hour thing, mate, is it? It's a, no. It's a 20-year thing. That's what we kind of concluded. Yes, <laughs> we suspected it might be. Yeah. And then I had a go, and it confirmed it. Yeah, it, it turns out you need to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, how is life treating you generally? Good, man, yeah. Just uh, doing random things every day. I was in a cinema in South London DJing last night. Yeah, what were you, what were you DJing? Uh, well, I do these kind of AV shows, so, and it was the opening of a, a cinema in um, Crystal Palace, so they had me up on the big kind of cinema screen. I was mixing all bits of movies with music. Has anybody seen Yoda play? Yeah. It's like, if you haven't, it is next level, man. You've got, you got to check it out. And... Uh, what's great is I'm now as good as him. So that's, that's been a real Better, bonus. For me. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. been a real bonus for me. So you've got an album coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Single came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, album's done, but it come out early next year. And yeah, it's kind of a bit more kind of soulful, jazzy kind of thing. A bit more songs and... It's not very rapity rap kind of an album. Like I've I yeah. just switched it up for this one. Yeah. yeah. So what made you move away from the rapity rap? Uh, it's boring. Bored of rap now. Bored of rap. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is your. <laughs> it's the well, right, the right night to yeah. announce it, mate. I, I, I don't really. I'm not really into hip hop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Cool. So, and when is it coming out? Early next year. Yeah. Early next year. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. And uh, have you got any records coming out? No. <laughs> Have you, well, what is I'm, your musical, do you have any musical talent? Uh, I so that sounded very aggressive, you don't need to. I, no, I don't. I played you, the violin when I was eight. And then I dropped it and my mum and dad made me pay for it to be fixed. Out of my you pocket are so money fucking ghetto, ghetto, aren't you? Do my bit. Yeah. Did you really play do the you violin? you have any musical talents? Uh, Apart from DJing. Um, I used to play the piano. What happened? Well, oh, this is so fucking boring. But, is it? But I... We'll I my mum and dad were desperate for me to learn the piano. Mm. So they paid for me to get piano lessons. 
but we, we didn't have a piano. <laughs> so every week I would turn up and play a song that I was seeing for the first time in my life. And then she would go, let's see how you get on next week. And I would come back and I'd be worse. You've got exactly the same problem with piano that you got with DJ. You have to practice this. Practice is the key, I just want to do shit that doesn't require any practice. That's what I'm doing stand-up. Okay, well, look, let's uh, crack on because the banter well has run very firmly dry. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please, can you give up? Basically, this guy is one of the most exciting uh, guys in UK hip-hop right now. Uh, he is uh, amazing, and if you haven't heard his stuff, you need to check it out. Please, could you welcome to the stage the one, the only, Dirty Dyke! Hell, two drinks. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, what you got? In, well, we're all drinking your drink. So what, what, you basically—you've barely touched yours. Me? I've had three, and you've had that. Have you had three? Down it. What? Can you explain to us what this is? That is um, liquid sorry. heroin. <laughs> That's a it's, a. it's gin, elderflower, cordial, a bit of cucumber, some bruised mint, and some sparkling water. Such a hip hop drink. <laughs> <laughs> it just says That's rap hip-hop. music, doesn't it? How do you bruise mint? Like that. Is that what it is, really? Yes. <laughs> That's spanked. That's spanked mint you're talking about. Um, you could punch you if you wanted to get right, really right. hip hop about it. I really want to, like, like <laughs> fucking like a racial attack. Do you know what I mean, mint? <laughs> Just really kick the fuck out of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, you could headlock it, slam it on the floor. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, how are you, mate? I'm really well, yeah. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. What have you been up to recently? Um, just drinking gin, really. And... Make, making tunes. No, I'm fine. I'm just finalised an album. Yes. And I'm just now in... Acrylic Snail. That's right. And, and when's that coming out? That's out on the 14th of December. And I'm just sort of... Sorry, what the just f- been fuck? <laughs> it sounded... Sorry. It sounded they ready like... For that news. Somebody heard when your album was coming out and it made them throw up. That's what it sounded like just happened. So excited. What the fuck was that noise? I had it down as a burp. I thought it was a burp. (laughs) That was mad. Is that the reaction you normally get from people? I've got some weird fans. Yeah. Yeah. That was strange. So it's... So, sorry, when's it coming out? I was distracted by the guttural noise <laughs> from that dying pig over there. <laughs> when's it coming out? It's out on the 14th of December. <laughs> uh, it's only the first reaction. Uh, sweet. I, I, um, do you know that you are uh, the reason that I got... You're the main reason for the complaints I got on my last tour, and that is because... I weren't even there. I know. <laughs> So but what happened was is that when the audience were coming in, I had like a little hip-hop playlist playing as they were coming in. Okay. And one of the songs that I had on there was Return of the Twat, right? And, uh, which is one of yours. And uh, <laughs> it's a pretty fucking full-on song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you know my back catalogue. Like. There's a lot of unreleased <laughs> stuff that's a lot worse, man. <laughs> and then basically, we've got loads of people saying that I don't think this song is appropriate for a theatre. So, Why? thanks for that. I don't know, because you're talking about... Me being a twat? Yeah. You talk- do that all the time. Yeah, true. But, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I guess if you wrap it, you yeah, get shit I guess for it. it makes it more That's offensive. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. talk about your dick a bit on it, though, right? Yeah. yeah you so- do that all the time. No, actually... 
Yeah, it might get mentioned. It yeah. might, might have been mentioned. Yeah. Is that so, such a problem? I don't know. It's a problem for the people of Tunbridge Wells. <laughs> I can tell you that for nothing. <laughs> can, Average so, it's a massive fucking thing. problem for them. I've got a big following there. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I do it's a lot weird. of gigs. So anyway, thanks for that. That's all I mean. Um, so how would you, for people that don't know, how would you describe what you do? Because it's pretty... It's pretty full on. Like, well, I think you're. It's sort of quite visceral. It's quite. You're quite in your in your. Oh, sorry, sorry, in your face, man. I sound like a fucking NME magazine interview. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But how would you describe your sound to people that don't know? Well, I, I try and avoid des- des- describing myself. Yeah, but I've asked the question now. Fucking do it, mate. <laughs> it's a shit thing. It's a shit thing to be forced to do, isn't it? Do it in a noise. <laughs> do it in a noise. Um, I would just. Dis- I, I really don't know. I struggle. It's kind of up to other people to do that, isn't it? Like okay. I just do what I'm doing, and then I get all this crazy feedback, and then I go, oh, "Fair enough." Because we're talking know. about this before, and your fans are. St- I was about to say strange. I don't mean strange. They're, they're dedicated. Yeah, they in are a terrifying way. I think. I think what I do is I offer. Uh, how, how do you explain it? I'm not your like cliche rapper, and I think the kids who don't necessarily associate with Mr. Cool Swag Man on One Extra look to an artist like me because they're from Ipswich or something. Yeah. And they they don't care about being in Shoreditch at the Cool Bar or whatever. They care about kicking a bin on a Saturday night because they've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I rap about. I'm always kicking bins. Because let's face this it... Fucking, I... This Shoreditch arsehole over here, mate. He fucking loves that shit. It's the least... It's the less trendier side of rap which has proved to have quite a cult following. And I think yeah. it gets overlooked and ignored by the mainstream quite a lot when there are hundreds and millions of kids everywhere all over the world who listen to rap who can't relate to this new clothes, new whatever, I don't know, whatever whatever that weird cliche is. So you think... You, I'm normal, but <laughs> you're But, like, but UK hip-hop has, has blown up recently, right? It's got, it's got a lot bigger than it was, right? And do you... And you have got bigger than you... Like, you know, you've become more popular, but you becoming more popular is separate to... You know, you're not... You were talking about the fact that you don't get as much airplay as, as like, some of these other people... Do yeah. you think that that is that what you do is seen as like a separate genre to like the UK hip hop that's getting played on the radio? I, I don't really know the answer to, to that. To me, like, like from a DJ's perspective, what yeah. you do kind of it reminds me of Redman. I think that's a kind of a good comparison because yeah. it's got that kind of I'll take that so underground, <laughs> but like it's about skills. It's about just representing your truth and not uh, aspiring to jump on some bandwagon. Exactly. Whether it's if it. <laughs> Just because it's ugly and not fashionable, it doesn't mean it shouldn't be spoken about, I think. And it's not the coolest topic sometimes, what I'm talking about, but it's a topic, it exists, and it obviously resonates independently with a lot of people. People kick bins, man. But it doesn't... <laughs> people kick bins. Preach, Yoda, preach. We're all man. probably going to go and <laughs> I know kick I a bin. <laughs> You're a bin-kicking motherfucker. Tuesdays, <laughs> mate. Tuesday night, bin-kicking night. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, so you think the reason that you've got bigger, despite the fact that you've not getting as much airplay as you should, is just because you'll resonate with a with a group of people that, that are unspoken to, right? Yeah, I think in the whole hip hop cliche thing, there's a there's a, there's a bunch of people who love hip hop that aren't hip hop, or a bunch of people who love grime that aren't grime or whatever, but they still like the music. Yeah, and then. You know, but there aren't many artists that necessarily reflect their home life or their bored weekends in their crap little towns. And I grew up like that. So I rap about those things. I don't rap about really gl- gloss and glitz and glamour and blah, blah, blah. And 
Yeah. You know, I rap about self-deprecating honesty. And that, yeah. I think that isn't necessarily the easiest thing to market from a big mainstream platform. You're so right. we do it ourselves and it it works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm from Crawley, mate, so I know exactly what you're mm. talking about. Come Any on. Crawley people in? Sweet. <laughs> are you really from Crawley? Where in Crawley from? Okay, fuck you, mate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> fucking airport prick. You ain't from Crawley. <laughs> Don't ever claim Crawley, mate. Do you know that? <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Um, okay, well, look. Uh, so, uh, if you haven't checked out that stuff, you've got it, man. It's so, it's so good, mate. We're, uh, I'm a, we're massive fans. Thank um, you. How did you, uh, how did yourself get into hip-hop in the first place? I was just a little kid at school and then the older kids were listening to Slick Rick and that was the thing. And it's weird because I grew up in Cambridge and that's the last place you would expect a kid in the 90s to start bumping NWA and (laughs) all the rest of it. But that is what happened. All the the kids that were older than me, they listened to to gangster rap and I got well into that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, do you remember what the first artist, apart from Slick Rick, do you remember any of the first artists that you listened Eazy-E to? Easy E blew my mind as a child. I was terrified. What about, okay, so what about Easy E blew he's, your mind? He's a reckless, shameless arsehole. And I, <laughs> and I rated, rated that attitude. It was free. He, 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 had, he said had, the F word. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, yeah. I loved that. Yeah, it was really when I first can we, When I first heard the word fuck on a record... Uh, I remember, I so clearly remember like hearing NWA for the first time and just... I, I was not even about the music. I was just like, yeah. saying fuck so much. I know. Like, I just <laughs> want to hear this tape on repeat. It's weird, because like, Straight Outta Compton was such, obviously, a seminal album. But I, I, I sometimes wonder... If they'd done a track in it just called Fuckity Fuck Fuck, if I still would have liked it as much. Isn't that an NWA tune? It probably is. It probably is. Like, fuck you pussy fuck, motherfucker fuck. That would have been like, I'd have loved it. Um, So you were listening to mainly gangster rap, right? Yeah. But uh, this, my mum used to say that. She only liked it because of the swearing. And it was when she said that and snapped all my tapes up that I realised that wasn't the reason I liked it at all. It was, I grew up on like old Motown and soul stuff because that's what my parents listened to. Yeah. And I didn't... I didn't it, t- it was only when we had that argument as, you know, with, m- with my mum as a kid that it wasn't just the swearing. I, I like the music. If you took away the, the, the vocal, I would still listen to that. And it was... And it was, it was I realised then it was because it was all music that you brought me up on being chopped and repositioned and bigger drums put on it with a bass line. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was obviously the reason I liked it because so it's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying about Motown, but like, you take someone like Lionel Rich, and if he, if Hello was like, Hello, I would motherfucker. chop that up and make a I mean? banger <laughs> out of it. Yeah, yeah. Did she really, she really uh, snap your tapes up all the time. I've had about the Snoop Dogg Doggy style album. I must have had about 18 copies of that, and most snap in the bin. And then he headlined Glastonbury many years later, and I phoned my mum on tour in the back of a car and went, Ah. He's headlining Glastonbury. What now? And she was like, things are different now, James, and put the phone down. <laughs> but she snapped up 18 of his tapes, and now he's headlining Glastonbury. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I did a Latitude Festival. Yeah. And I took, I said to... I don't, I'm not really a festival guy because I like to shit somewhere nice. So that's sort of that's sort of like so so genuine, generally when I'm doing a festival gig, I'll turn up With half an hour half an hour before the gig, do the gig, and then leave almost immediately. But this time, I said to Lisa, like, "Why don't we bring the kids and like make a thing of it?" Because Latitude's like a Latitude's got good toilets. I can vouch for that. Better than other festivals. Yeah, but also better than other festivals is just shitting outside. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's so rank. Like, at Reading, where's the toilet? It's over there. And then you open a gate to hell. It's fucking insane. <laughs> and the devil's just waiting there to eat your fucking chocolate cigar. It's fucking... <laughs> it's the worst, man. Um, I, I, I'm just saying I had a really good poo at Latitude. Did you? Yeah. Go on, tell uh, me about that. Well, Chabadi G was outside the toilet. Sorry? Chabadi G from... Um, oh, oh yeah. Was, I was, bet that made it. He wasn't in there with me. He yeah. Was, was he doing the aftershaves <laughs> and that? <laughs> <laughs> Freshened up for the Panali. <laughs> uh, if I'm in a situation where I can't shit somewhere nice... I would try to train my body to just reabsorb the nutrients. That's that's. <laughs> I, I, I would rather do that than go in a long drop, like one of those things where. Glastonbury as well. Like, oh my oh, god! Like, yeah. If you know the right stage manager or artist liaison, you can get yeah. a very crisp toilet in them situations. Seriously? Yeah, man. Well, yeah. when I was like, I'm talking like vases, lavender, like soap. Nice. Are you serious? Porter cabin, like not a long drop. Like who's booking you, man? <laughs> well, my agent's here actually. Well, <laughs> when I play at a festival, that doesn't happen to me. Seriously? It depends which one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to when I was a teacher. I used to. Um, there was one toilet at the school that's behind the tech block that nobody. Because as a teacher, taking a shit is difficult. <laughs> because, like, say, say for example. You want to take a shit during a lunch break. What you don't want is kids to see you go in <laughs> and then yeah, know the exact duration you've been in a toilet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, Rangers fucking takes a long time to curl one out, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't, it's, a, it's a nightmare. So, like, I would, there was a secret one behind the tech block that I used to go to. And I always felt like, I always said to I'd go take a shit there. And then as I'm leaving, I just thought, perfect crime. I, I just sort of... <laughs> it was amazing, man. Those were the days. Where are all my shitting teachers at? Yeah? Sweet. Well, somebody whooped. Wow. 
Uh, cool. So you listen to gangster rap, and do you remember what your first album was that you really, really got into? Yeah, it was. Um, it was an Easy album. It was called Straight Off the Motherfucking Streets of Compton, <laughs> and uh, it had a picture of him and one of those. You know, when they mugshot you, the classic American one with the height thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they had that, and I realised how small he was. Just, ha- just helped me relate to him more as a child. I was like, he's tiny and aggressive, and that's great. And I got really into that album. He had songs on there though, like. like Fuck my baby's mama and etc. It's good that it had mama on the end of that. That's that's uh, uh, (laughs) I think it's a cover of a Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) Because the thing is, it's weird that Easy E was the one you clung to because, like, a lot of people. That's not weird. Yeah, but a lot of people sort of because did he write did he write his own stuff? No, I think Ice Cube wrote most of it. All the NWA stuff. I think it's mostly Ice Cube who wrote that and Dre produced it. And I think Easy was very much a sort of pawn in the whole operation and they, they just knew he had character, he was wild, mental, and his dad was Eric Wright. And, yeah. You know, so they, I think they co-signed him because of his persona as a person. I think that's what I invested in. His music, is, lyrically, is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, terrible. Yeah, I mean, you see it in the NWA film, don't you? Like, they just, it, he wasn't really kind of a natural rapper. He had to get coached line by exactly. line to do it. But it was his persona, his personal, there's stories about this dude driving through the Compton riots in a Cadillac shooting an Uzi in the sky for no reason. Yeah. Just, just for fun, like. We've all done You're that. 10, man, you're. you're <laughs> no. ten, a 10-year-old me found that shit heroic for some reason. Maybe it's because I grew up in Cambridge, I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and do you still listen to Easy now? I do, yeah. And enjoy it? Of course, yeah. He had the best voice, right, out of yeah. NWA? Yeah, best, best yeah, lots of things, man. I found his whole energy magnetising. Like, this guy is fucking mental. Does uh, anybody know what MC Ren's up to nowadays? <laughs> I, follow, I follow him on Twitter. Go on. <laughs> There's something uh, following rappers from those days yeah. that's a bit... Uh, sad. sad. It is a bit bleak. <laughs> like, does, are there any brand Nubian fans in? But like, brand Nubian, Sadat X, like brand Nubian, legendary hip hop group. Have you watched any of Sadat X's wine tasting videos? Okay, you, are you fucking joking, <laughs> man? mate? What are you talking about, mate? He does a whole series of YouTube videos uh, tasting wine and giving t- tasting notes on wine. Yeah. You see what X's I mean? Wine, that is yeah, so yeah. depressing. <laughs> uh, I um. I just saw a tweet from him saying available for work. Oh no! But like, oh, but any like work. no, it wasn't any. Like, he wasn't going to do your garden or whatever. But like, he, um, it was like, if anybody wants me to spit on their track, just call this number. He put his phone number on the tweet. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? That's always horrible when you see that, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm amazed that people are sort of feeling sorry because when I said, are there any brand Nubian fans in? Nobody said anything. And now you feel sorry for a guy that a minute ago you had no fucking clue existed. It's a, it's a weird one. But I, I mean, they feel... were pretty homophobic and like there were some pretty... Looking back on some of Brown Nubian's lyrics, like maybe... I'm not saying they deserve to be putting their phone number <laughs> on Twitter, but that there's some pretty dark stuff, yeah. Things that yeah. were acceptable in 93 that are not acceptable now. Yeah, what is your take on, uh, on, on that sort of thing? If it's in 93, is it okay? <laughs> What I'm, the reason I'm asking is like doggy. If you take doggy stuff for example that you had 18 copies of. Yeah. If you listen to "Ain't No Fun," it's a very catchy that's one of number. my favourite songs. Yeah. Um, guess who's back in the motherfucking house with some nuts for your motherfucking with mouth? With a fat a dick. Fat oh, fat for dick. Your sorry, dick. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was softening it for the kids. It's a, it's <laughs> a I mean, fat I mean, it depends how you're looking at. It. I mean, you play that in a club at three in the morning. It's going off to yeah. this day, and should it go any further than that? I don't think so. No. 
But I mean, it's a weird thing to announce. Like, (laughs) if if you say, guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth, it suggests that you left the house without a fat dick for your motherfucking (laughs) mouth. And that while you were out, you found one. Do you know what I mean? That is... That's just the Because otherwise, why would you announce it? Because you'd you'd come back and you'd say, and you'd go, but you had a fat dick for my motherfucking mouth when you left. I just think, I just want some background story on that. <laughs> like, oh, has your or he, Nate Dog in here, <laughs> or he left with a slim dick, and then maybe yeah, he came back with a slim dick and left. He came back with a fat dick and left with a yeah. slim. I'd like if somebody knows the background story, tweet us. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, do you know what your favourite hip hop album is of all time? No, don't really have one. It cool, cha- it changes. Next question. Um, do you know? Uh, no, do you have a, do you have a selection of, of of ones that are sort of up there? Not like whole albums because. There's always some shit in an album, isn't there? So yeah. No, I don't like have a whole album. And I'm like, oh, Nazi or Mario. Like, you know, I don't, I don't really, I can't really just put it all into one album. Right. Is it because you don't listen to albums as a whole? No, I do. I actually, yeah. that is how I consume music. I like to get the record, put it on and stare at it until it's finished and turn it, you know, that's how I, how I do it. But it's so much better to listen to an album not on your phone. That's something that I've realised recently. Like, what do you, hold on, what do you mean? Just like, have a CD or a record or even a tape. I've got Something a cassette player in my car. I listen to just. Tapes. Oh, do you mean without yeah. looking at your phone while no, it's I mean, on? Like not playing it off your phone because you. Oh, not playing it off your phone. Yeah. Oh, got yeah. you, got you, got you. Because once you start messing around on your phone doing other stuff, it, it changes the experience. If, you, if there's any way you can listen to an album not on your phone, it's a much more. You just feel more involved. So, do you think you should sit? I don't care of it. No, but do you think you, when you put an album on, you sit and the only thing you're doing for that period of time if you've got the album. time to do shit like that then yeah. yeah that's amazing that's the best way to do it like you just said like just put I just, it on and just watch it go around I like to watch it spin <laughs> that, it just helps man it's like similar I, to Romish's DJing I style can... <laughs> <laughs> just every now and again you just perk up with a little fucking yeah. dog shit comment didn't you mate <laughs> yeah um, so um, the thing is I think that people that do that are in the minority now. Like, does anybody here listen to music like that? Two, three... No one. Seven. Okay, I don't know why I'm giving the exact number. It's, it's not many, it's not many people. Not, not many. Who listens to it just on their... F- like, while they're doing other shit? Well, I think a lot of people just don't listen to albums. Like, do most, does anyone here just not like, play kind of shuffle playlists and stuff like that instead of albums? Who listens to albums here in full? Okay. One, two... Oh, hang on. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've concluded nothing, but, yeah. but, but I think but if what we have proved is that people will raise their hands if requested to. Try, try another like, one. You're not going to put on like Michael Jackson off the wall and just stare at it spinning no. round in this deck, because you've heard it, you know, but you might yeah. put that on to do a bit of cooking or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so it's different. You're not, you're not, it doesn't apply to all music. Like It all has its time and its place and its, right. and its, and its amount of attention you're going to give based on how long it's been out, what kind of artist we're talking about, what genre of music it is. You can't just... You're not going to whack on an Andy C mixtape from 2001 and sit there and stare at it. He's while in. You, you know, you might get on with some cleaning. Oh, I think Mrs. C's in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe you will, but... Sorry, what's the, what's the issue? You do that all the you time. You put on an Andy C tape pack tape and stare at it, turning round. <laughs> that is how fucked up do you feel that he described your exact activity? I mean, that is that is mad. that shocked me. Yeah. 
You're flattered. Okay, don't be. Um, <laughs> I used to love getting an album and reading the lyrics as that was like dickhead. My mm. Why? Why? I'm not being funny, mate, but the lyrics are on Somebody the song. Somebody applauded over They're there. already on yeah. the song. You don't need to read them. No, but I just used to... That was like your... It's something to look at, isn't it? You're sort of reading it along. See, people do... They message me all the time and they go, can, can you please upload the lyrics to YouTube? And my, my response always is, I'm not being funny, but the lyrics are in the song. Like, right. You, you want to leave things open to other people's interpretation. You don't want it to be really obvious. As an artist, I can't speak for you as a listener, but as an artist, you don't... If it's written out clear as day and everything's really obvious, it takes away a lot of the mystery of music. I don't know about you, but I grew up misquoting a lot of songs I loved for years. Mm. And I created my own meaning in those songs. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. I don't, I don't think it should be that obvious. I think you should have to listen a bit harder and think about the tone of voice and not just read it as factual, literal words that's not music i, I, that's I totally agree something. with you but i also suggest you never look at genius.com what's that it's just everyone's lyrics don't tell me what it is yeah. <laughs> is that what the one they have on spotify yeah that's why yeah. they come on spotify too, come yeah. from there with facts yeah yeah i, I look so at they probably transcribe your lyrics anyway it's probably up there sorry okay yeah. <laughs> what i, I, I do, do like to do though. is put the subtitles on on my own videos and watch them all come up wrong that's quite funny <laughs> I do, I do agree with you in terms of the fact that sometimes what, what reading the lyrics takes away from mm. is the fact that we've all heard tunes, particularly by rappers that are like, they've got really dense verses or whatever. Or it, it doesn't even have to be dense verses, but like we've all had it where you've listened to a tune and like months or sometimes even years later you've suddenly caught what they meant in a certain lyric. Do you know what I mean? And that's and the that beauty, is, man. That's good. You don't want to lose that. That's and that, brilliant. Yeah, that does take it away if you've, if you've read the lyrics and then also listened to it and still misinterpreted it. <laughs> I, I, I think you've got to ask some serious questions about yourself. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But like, I do understand what you're saying. Mm. Um, okay, uh, live uh, hip-hop experiences. Uh, what do you think of live hip-hop? We're really missing the jingles here, aren't we? Yeah. It's not, it's not can, can somebody do them? No. No. <laughs> um, well, we don't have a jingle for live hip-hop. Okay. I can't do that, so... Okay. Oh, I'll I tell you what we'll do. Um, I'll do the jingle for things that you don't like about hip-hop, okay? Hey, man. <laughs> hip-hop grapes. Okay, that's... Hey! <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, is there anything you don't like about hip-hop? Lyric sheets, I think that's clear. It's not that I don't like it. I just, I just think it, like, it takes away an air of mystery and I don't, I don't, I don't think things need to be... I, I don't think you should ask an artist what he means by that song, but I don't have like, a hatred for it. I, right. You know, do your thing. If you need to explain yourself in writing, then cool, but I don't, I don't think... Yeah. But the things that piss me off in hip-hop, cliches, they annoy me. I don't like cliches. I don't what, like, like, what do you mean? Um, I, I, I don't like. I, I'm not a big fan of slang. I find slang right. a massive cringy cliche, especially when you're past the age of thirty. If you're picking up new slang past the age of thirty, you're a dick because you're not on a primary school playground. It's not infectious in your life. You go to work every day and you speak to your mum. Shut up. It's not. <laughs> there's no excuse for picking up new slang past thirty. That annoys me, and that happens a lot in hip hop because it's current and whatever. Um, I, anything cliche in, in rap, I find uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I find it's just doing what the next geezer did before you kind of thing, you know? 
So, yeah, because I guess like hip hop's supposed to be different, but then there is a uniform to it, isn't there? There is and there isn't. I think there doesn't have to be. Mm. There, there is a sort of like, well, there is a cliche. It exists. You know, the rap cliche, the, the flat peak, the tracksuit, the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, I don't agree with like that. Now, like, more than ever, their stuff is sounding the same. You think so? Oh, definitely. Like the, the kind of top 40 rap that you get, it's, to, yeah, I don't know if I'm just being an old man, but to me, most no. of it sounds the same. Right. Yeah. Um, well, am I, I sort of said the other day that I think we're going for a really good period in hip-hop right now. And uh, a load of people told me I was an arsehole on Twitter <laughs> because apparently that's not the case. But I, I think, like, I do agree with you. Like, all the stuff, particularly the American stuff that's in the charts or whatever, is pretty homogenous. But, like, there is really... There's loads of good stuff being yeah, made, there's right? Definitely, there's definitely... There's, there's just a lot of stuff. There's just more shit to yeah. dig through yeah. to yeah. get to the good stuff. Yeah, I'd agree with both. There's a lot of stuff, and there is good stuff too. But yeah, it, it, it's work to find it. But once you kind of lock down these artists that you respect, everything they do is good. And there is like, I mean, I, I like Rock Marciano. He's, I think he's had yeah. like four albums this year or something. Yeah. And everything he does is wicked. Yeah, he, I, I've got a problem with him, and that is that I was recommended him by Rupert. <laughs> and, and, and for me... It was a very short conversation. For me, that, that feels like... An insult well. to my hip hop sensibilities, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he knows fuck all. <laughs> and to get, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. You love that. You love I did. Marciano. I sent it to you and you went, yeah, I've heard of this. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're making it out yeah. like I'm lying. Yeah. I'll fuck off, Mrs. Andy C. <laughs> is, that, is that you? Um, I had an argument with Rock Marciano on Twitter. Uh, a few years ago because um, I was drunk in Edinburgh and um, and I came out of this gig and I died on my ass. Uh, thought, I'll take this out on rock. Yeah. I just thought, <laughs> fucking let me speak to the flip mode squad. Have you died again, Robert? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you who want to take this out on. So anyway, and then Rock Marciano, he tweeted that he thought that Dr. Dre's best work was N.W.A.'s album, Ephil Roth, the thingamajoo, right? And I said, are you high? Yeah. Right? There's no way that's true. And then he said, okay, let's go track for track. And I just started to get into this drunken argument. I'll be honest with you, not the best story I've told, but, <laughs> but not the worst. Uh, okay, so uh, what are your what are your live hip hop shows like? Does a shit crowd make a difference to you? Yeah, of course. But then it's some it's quite a, a good crowd's boring because it's a good crowd. They're already there. They love you. They're going crazy and they're shouting and whatever. And that's yeah, I can't. I've noticed happened for me. <laughs> but God, <laughs> I imagine that's not nice. true. It's good winning but, uh, a crowd over, isn't it? But but yeah, exactly yeah. playing a gig where you feel like you're at a wedding you weren't invited to and you've got a win over auntie whoever and whatever yeah. and then you suddenly you've got this. You know, that's much more satisfying. You know, it lets you know you're capable still and blah, blah, blah. So I quite like, I quite, I quite like to play gigs to bad crowds because it's more fun winning them over than it is walking out to a thousand people who love your music, if you know yeah. what I mean. I prefer having to win the people over. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be nice. It just sounds like work. But it's reassuring, isn't it? It is work, but then you feel... Like, 
You've done something. Yeah, like if I've, I've walked, I play Outlook Festival and places like that, and we've got the big stage with the smoke and the people, and there's thousands of them, and it's all a bit impersonal and yeah. shit. You can't single out someone and take the piss out of them and yeah, yeah. perform a song at that person with a stupid face. You know, you can't have too much of a laugh with it. I quite like an empty gig every now and then. Empty? Yeah. Oh, empty. You're dirty. You can turn an empty room. No, there's no turning. There's no right. one there. You just, oh, you just, <laughs> just cancelled. I, I just kind of like it sometimes. Uh, every now and then, there'll be somewhere I turn up, there's like five people. And I'm like, wicked. Right. Actually, actually, the pressure's off. And do what I like. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a rapper, would you feel the same? <laughs> no, it'd be totally different really? to be a rapper in that, in that situation. I did, uh, I, I find like the tough, the toughest gigs for comics are when you do corporate gigs, when you go and do like yeah. awards or whatever, and they ask you to do like 15 minutes and then you present 20 awards for sanitation. But, but <laughs> like, but the money's good and I'm passionate about Sanitation. sanitation. So, <laughs> so I, I, I take the gigs, you know what I mean? Because I just think they're providing better toilets. So, um, but I went to, I did one in, uh, in Manchester. And um, so, so, like, you turn up, you, uh, and you wait, for, like, you, they, you wait, they're normally in hotels. You wait in a hotel room for them to come and get you, right? You've got to be suited and booted and all that shit. So I was waiting. And part of the thing when you do those gigs is you've got to, like, do the handshaking and be nice and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. all part of the whole thing. So anyway, they came to get me from the hotel room and the, the woman turned up and she said, um, the gig, we're ready to get you, come downstairs. So I followed her to this like lift and then she's telling me about the gig and I'm just like, okay, cool, cool. And then she goes to me, do you even want to be here? <laughs> and I said, so, sorry? She goes, it's just I'm talking to you about the gig and you just don't even look like you want to be here. And I said to her, I'm really sorry... That is my face. Like, like I can't, I can't, I, I can't, I do want to be here, but I can't, I'm just not the dude that's going to be like, I just got, I said, I'm just not like that. I'm really sorry. And then she goes, okay, fine. Well, you know, she so she's already pissed off at me. Well, who is this woman again? Hang on. She's the organizer of the gig, right? She's why the, does it matter to her what your attitude is? I don't like? know. Why do you give a shit? So anyway, so I said, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> It's like, it's like one of the best things that's ever happened. Okay, can we go and do the gig? So she goes, okay, she's done, then she's fucked off for me. We get down to the gig, and then, this is fucking unbelievable. This is when I realised, well, I didn't realise anything. I just, I realised that you just, you can't predict. Basically, what happened was, is she said to me, one last thing before you go on. I know we didn't mention it in the details, but... It's a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory themed gig, and you are going to be brought onto stage by 15 Oompa Loompas. Right? <laughs> Did that really happen? I promise you it happened. And I said to her, Do you think it's okay that Oompa Loompas in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory bring out a brown act? Like, do you, do you, do you think. That's, and then, so then basically I had to go out. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it. So they, yeah, of course I'm fucking, I'm there, mate. What do work? How much were you getting paid? Huh? Listen, <laughs> I was getting paid enough to suck off one of the implements. That's, that's how much. <laughs> there is literally, there is literally nothing they could have told me that would have made me pull out that. They could have told me, that for your finale, could you fuck Willy Wonka? And I, 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 and I would have done it. 
twice. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is, sometimes gigs can be difficult. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, what are you listening to now? Um, I don't know, man. People always ask me that, and I'm not really sure. Like, I often find myself just digging through nostalgic TV theme tunes, like the Grandstand theme tune, and getting very excited. I think I'm getting old. Um, so, like, yeah, generally I dig for things that I, I overlooked in the past, and then I'm like, um, I get a bit obsessed with a time period of really sort of shit yet nostalgic music. Um, so I've been doing that quite a lot recently. But in terms of like current, what's going on within mm -hmm. the realm of what I do, I've been listening to a lot of Octavian, Slow yeah. Tie, and Cass. They're, right. they're, the, they're the main three I've been listening to recently. Yeah. Mm. Um, Cass is like unbelievable. I mean, all of that, all three of them are great. But Cass is like fucking next level, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. But it, you know, it's more than just the music. It's the like. It's the unpigeonholeable kind of weird anonymous movie that he's building around yeah, himself. Yeah. You know, it's fucking incredible. I find it. I find the whole thing very intelligent. Uh, Yoda, what are you listening to at the moment? Um, I feel like looking at my Spotify on my phone. Okay. Because so <laughs> I haven't got. The Is memory. that in order to answer the question, or just an unrelated thing? Uh, <laughs> no, just <laughs> see what's come out this week. <laughs> it's a good way of reminding me that Action Bronson album. Yeah, well, that that's good. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, this was wicked. Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, yeah that album, that's actually might be my favourite album of the last few. Somebody's months. finally a heard a word they recognise. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> um, home. Yeah, okay. Homeboy Sam Man and, and E Down is on that album as well. That's amazing. And the Swiss Beats album, I thought was really. Oh, good. I like the Swiss yeah. Beats album. Which and Master one? Ace. There you go. Uh, okay, let me have a look at what I've got. Rupert, do you want to get your phone out? Yeah. I've <laughs> got here. I've, I've created a Spotify playlist called Hip Hop I Like. Called Hip Hop I Like. Yeah. Why did I never call a mixtape? There's seven that? tunes on it. <laughs> Like new hip hop. <laughs> you as, have as, not as, done. Have you I done that? You, yeah. Hip hop, it, I yeah, like. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it public? It can be. Make so, it public. So no. okay. <laughs> hip hop, I like. <laughs> it's, it's, Actually, it's just like stuff with rapping and that that I'm into. Don't talk like that. It's a genius mixtape title, isn't it? Hip hop, I like. You go first, though. Uh, okay. So what have I downloaded recently? Uh, Dice Raw's album, the narrative. Ooh. Not a king. What year was that? <clears throat> what year was that? This year. That's a new album? It's a new album, no. yeah. Wale's EP, Free Lunch. Anyone heard that? No. Nope. No? Okay. All right, mate. <laughs> also, the other album I got is uh, Serial Killers, Day of the Dead, which mm. is Exhibit, Be Real, and Demrick. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Good. It's all right. Um, <laughs> Mick Jenkins' new album. Has anyone heard that? It's good. Uh, New little mix, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the kids. It's <laughs> uh, a good album. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Rupert, man. <laughs> uh, oh, what else? Oh, yeah, Octavian. And then uh, Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder's album is... I actually said to you, I actually think I prefer the Swiss Beats one, but it's good. Mm. And then also I've downloaded... <laughs> I've downloaded the Black Eyed Peas album. Now, let me just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just clarify. Has anyone heard this album? No. Right, no. What do you think of it, mate? I thought it was all right. Right, so somebody texts me and said, mate, you're not going to fucking believe it. The Black Eyed Peas have come with the heat. <laughs> right, you've got to check out 
this new album. And like a fucking mug, I downloaded this album. And it's fine. I mean, you said it's all right. Yeah. No Fergie. No. She's moved on. Well, Fergie's She's, gone. Fergie's gone, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> now you've got my interest. Well, yeah. I mean, have they replaced her with... Someone else? Uh, no, just no? the three of them now. Still the Black Eyed Peas, just yeah. no Fergie. Yeah. Does it sound Power like moves. early Black Eyed Peas? Like? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So like the, the first, the first track on it's called like Back to Hip Hop, and it's it's it is a bit more hip hoppy, but still. Uh, what about you? What you got? This is my playlist. Is it, okay? So this is um, Hip Hop I Like uh, by Rupert Majendie, age twelve. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Power Rock Marciano. All right, good tune. I thought you say Power by Snap. Yeah. <laughs> which, which would have been cooler Righteous Ocean Wisdom Rodney P alright nice that is a good tune The Hopeless Romantic Alchemist Action Boxing. oh yeah I like that yeah, yeah good yeah. doing quite well yeah <laughs> Guillotines by Awati Turkish something okay can you read that I can't pronounce it Awate yeah and Turkish Sife okay fine and Kate Tempest Guts with Laurel Kana good tune all right, guys, chill out. <laughs> you messed one out, vomit spit, MF yeah, yeah. Doom. Is that old, though? That is old, yeah. but amazing. But I come across it recently. It's still hip-hop you like, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, uh, I'll make it public and we can... Yeah, if you can make it public, that would be great. Um, <laughs> okay, sweet. Look, we're almost out of time for this uh, section. Dot, you've been amazing, mate. Uh, I want to... I didn't sound very sincere there. <laughs> Dot, you've been amazing, mate. Cheers, um, man. But I do mean it. Um, should we do Q&A? Yeah. Uh, has anyone got any questions? <laughs> what are your views on 2001? What are my views on 2001? Great year. Like, just... <laughs> I, uh, sorry, it's such a rude one joke. Um, are you talking about... What are my views on it? What are your views on it? Brilliant album. Cool. I agree. <laughs> is, is there anything electric. controversial about that, though? I don't know. Have you heard this thing about Dr. Dre not doing all of his production? Well, yeah, for you. Well, That's from me? Ever. Only from me? Am I the source on this fucking rumour? <laughs> Listen, I'm only telling you what MC Ren told me. I thought that was common knowledge that Dre isn't responsible for a lot of the things he puts out. Really? Yeah, he didn't write most of the songs on the Chronic 2001. Or it, it was, yeah, I know he didn't write the lyrics, but I, I yeah. that was pretty accepted. But Pardon? Hey. 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 This guy's been waiting all night to fucking do this joke. <laughs> All night he's, he's been set that up, on it. He's set that up. Just sitting there nursing a hard on, waiting to do his steel Dre joke. I'll tell you what, mate, it's going to fucking smash this. I'll tell you, I'm going to tee it up. I'm going to ask about 2001. He'll walk straight into it. He'll start going on about how Dre's not done his own records. And that's when I know I fucking got him. You just wait, mate. I told you I'm a legend. How come you never call me back? Okay, cool. See you later. <laughs> uh, I told you this Q and A thing was shit. Um, yeah. any, any other questions? Okay, just wait. <laughs> we know how the systems work. I think we've set up a very clear system. Is that people ask and I decide who asks the question. You don't just shout out. You're on a timeout. Somebody over here. Somebody over here said me. Yes. What's Andy your question? Andy C. Old Andy C. Yeah. Okay, it's very... I mean... 
Is that, you what's the, the question? <laughs> really? Why is everyone in here such a fucking arsehole? <laughs> That's our audience, just, dude. Uh, That's I'll take the blame for that. Such Sorry, a, man. Such Sorry. A fucking <laughs> aggy crowd. I want an answer from each of you. <laughs> We're not in a detention centre. Like, ask a question. Maybe you get an answer. Maybe you won't. Go on, then. Go for it. Oh God! And you can't say Black Eyed Peas. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play a hip hop tune. Nah, lot of samples. The grandstand theme tune, really loudly, <laughs> pure eye contact. Looking at the record, and I'd yeah, say you... hip hop over and over again until they understood me. <laughs> Uh, I've got a playlist, so I refer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick from those six biggies. Yeah. <laughs> it's public. Next. <laughs> if I could do a mic drop, just, just that. <laughs> Uh, Yoda? I mean, I could just arbitrarily say something, but I don't know whether it's I've put much thought. I'd, I'd probably go for maybe Three is the Magic Number by De La Soul. Yeah. Something from Three Feet High and Rising, maybe. That, to me, is like what epitome of hip-hop for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You? Fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. It's, it's too hard a question, isn't let's it? Let's wrap it up. If somebody said to me, can you play a tune to me, to introduce me to hip hop, I go, where the fuck have you been? It's like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest selling music in the whole fucking world. This, stop talking to me. <laughs> and then I'd play him Rebel Without a Pause, probably. Uh, what about you? No, it's the, the lady asking the question. What would you play? God, I want oh, an man. answer. Sure, sure. Um, okay, look, it's time for a break now. Your questions genuinely have been awful. And I, 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 ju I just want to say, I want to thank you for enabling us to finally put that section to bed forever. We're never doing it again. Um, please, can you give it up for the legend that is Dirty Dyke? Please give it up for Yoda and Rumage. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.